0: I'm not sure if I've ever really shared this before, but I am a nail girly. I really am. I love just having like fresh manicured nails. I just, I always have. But something that I've struggled with since I became a mom is finding the time to go to the salon. I mean, who has time for that? Also, it's super expensive, which is why I'm so excited to have discovered Olive in June. With Olive in June, it is so easy to get these salon worthy nails but at home. And I feel like when I do the press on nails, they just they look real and they're non-damaging press-ons and which i think is so important because i don't want to be damaging my nails plus it breaks down to just ten dollars a manicure which is so much cheaper than going to the salon plus it's better than gel because i feel like when i use gel sometimes it really kind of messes up my nails plus these press-ons they last so long like i feel like they last at least a week if not more for me and so i always like to create this little ritual maybe turn on some tv do my nails And it's just kind of like this fun little self-care that I do. Plus, they're really easy to remove. Like, you can legitimately remove them with warm water. And although I like to have kind of a more neutral, like, basic style with my clothes, I love having a fun little pop of color with my nails, which is why I love swapping out my press-ons. So if you are a nail girly too, you need to visit oliveandjune.com mindful for 20% off your first Olive and June system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash M-I-N-D-F-U-L for 20% off your first Olive and June system. Hello my friends, welcome to this bonus episode of the Mindful in Minutes podcast. So it's a Thursday today if you're listening when this is released, which I know is not my normal day for any kind of podcast releasing, Um, and I just felt like doing something a little different today because my podcast, my rules. (laughs) So I wanted to let you know uh, a couple of things, so one, I just had a little more time on my hands this week as um, I am getting very pregnant at the moment and I have to spend more time kind of like sitting and resting so I found I had a little more time and a little more space in my life to do some creation. So after I released last week's episode as I was writing it I thought um, intentions are something that are really Powerful not only in my personal life, it's something I get asked about a lot. It's also something that I work with a lot um, with clients and also on retreats and things like that. So, I have not only this bonus episode talking all about intentions, but I also have a special little gift for you. So, I created kind of like this intention setting, kind of like morning intention setting worksheet thing to help you just get clear on your intentions, do some self reflection, and build uh, a special like five minute morning ritual. So really no reason why. I just had some more time and space and I felt inspired to make it. So I made it and now I'm sharing it with you. But I'll tell you about that at the end of the episode when we get there. So you'll get more details on that freebie and if you want it, how to get it and all of that. So yeah, that's really it. So I thought that it would be fun to just dive into intentions. I'm sure this is something that you've heard a lot about. It's a little bit of a buzzword. and. It's also something that you probably hear me talk a lot about. Of course, I just did a meditation to help you set your intentions, and I just, I thought that we should talk about it a little bit. So things that I want to talk about in this episode, I want to talk about... What is an intention? So, how are intentions different from goals? Uh, How is it different from living with intention or doing things with intention? Then, I want to dive into why getting clear on your intentions are so important and can help lead you to the life that you want to live and also help you kind of cultivate some more positivity and things into your life that you are craving and desiring. Then, I want to dive into Why your goals and your intentions need to align, and how to do that. I think a lot of times people kind of confuse intentions and goals, especially when we're talking about setting them first thing in the morning. And then I want to teach you also how to create your own powerful intentions. And this is where, you know, I'll not only teach you how to do it, but I want to kind of share, kind of give you a little peek behind the curtain and show you exactly and tell you exactly how I do it in my own personal life, how I set my intentions, what my morning ritual looks like and all of that. So that's kind of what I had planned for today. I'm not entirely sure how long this episode will be. I just kind of wrote the notes about what I wanted to talk about and uh, now I'm just, you know, sitting in my closet chatting about intentions. (laughs) So like I said, I was inspired to share this episode with you um, just as I was writing this week's meditation whenever you're listening to this it'll be with the one that's directly before this episode in the feed so the morning intention setting meditation and I was reflecting just on how important intentions have been to me and how I get asked about them all the time and I also talk about them a lot because I think they're great and they're important and I use it almost every single day setting an intention it's something that just gives me clarity and direction and kind of cultivate some positivity. And it also helps me to get clear on things like what I want to accomplish during that day, my goals and all of that. So let's just dive right in. What is an intention? An intention is something that you want to honor, cultivate or focus on during a set amount of time that is not focused on a specific outcome, but building an awareness of this thing and guiding it into your life through purposeful thought and actions. I know that sounds like a lot, (laughs) Um, but that's just my way of saying that an intention is basically what you want to focus on or where you're going to send your mental energy during a certain amount of time. And it's not, it's not uh, results focused necessarily. So that's different from a goal where goals are very kind of like outcome driven So a goal is a vision for the future that is focused on a specific outcome that has been measured usually by a number or some other kind of a measurable outcome. So for example, an intention, maybe you want to focus on just really being kind to yourself today and that's your intention, right? Today, I will love my body and honor it in the way that it deserves to be honored versus A goal might be, um, I'm going to, you know, drink two liters of water today. I'm going to, you know, have, you know, X amount of ounces of water today. Or I'm going to um, get out for a lunch hour walk today. That's a goal. It's something that can be measured. It's something that you can say, yep, check, I did that thing. I completed that thing. Where an intention is more just... Where are you putting your heart? Where are you focusing? And it's almost like the umbrella for you. You can use an intention for any time, but you'll hear me in this episode talk a lot about for your day. So, kind of daily intentions. So, sort of just the umbrella for the day. So, then if you, know, you had an intention of maybe just well being and health then that will seep into kind of every little aspect of what you're doing so it's not just oh I you know I went for my afternoon walk so I hit my movement goal so check I'm done with that I don't have to think about it again it's something that you not only are kind of committing to at the beginning of the day but also it's going to seep into all aspects of you so maybe when you you know open up the fridge and decide what you're going to eat you'll be inspired by your intention to really fuel and nourish your body in a way that feels good or you know you might feel Inspired to when you're sitting and working at your desk, maybe making yourself just a little bit more comfortable, or your spine a little bit taller, whatever it is, and it just kind of seeps into all these different aspects of your daily life because it's your focus, it's your intention. So intention, not really um, necessarily results-driven, and goals are very kind of results-time-driven. So something that's important just to just to Keep in mind. So intentions are the things that you want to bring into your life, really without any specific outcome tied to them. This can be tricky for a lot of people, especially those of you that really like to... um, I always just think of... (laughs) Like the kind of person that in my mind, the image that I get is someone that just like grasps onto things like really tightly, like either has a hard time letting go or letting go of outcomes or letting go of expectations. And they really just kind of want to hold and control and have that tight grip on things. Your intention should not be tied to any specific outcome or thing it's more about just getting your heart and your mind in alignment and sending that that focus or that thing that you want to honor or cultivate or you could even set an intention of kind of dedicating your day to someone or something just getting clear on that sending it out into the universe and then trying to honor it Uh, this like I said it can be a little bit tricky especially if you are someone that um you know, someone kind of like me <laughs> that likes lists, that likes to, you know, check, check things off and say, oh, great. I I met this goal. I did this, this thing. I, you know, crossed eight things off my to-do list today. I feel so good and so productive. Sometimes this idea of an intention, which doesn't really have any specific outcome tied to it um, or any kind of way of measuring its success can be a little bit tricky, but I'm going to challenge you to really try to let go of those expectations when you're exploring intention, and just kind of let the magic happen. So, when we're talking about intentions, um, one other thing that I wanted to kind of clarify as well is that you may hear a lot of people talk about um, living with intention or doing things with intention. If you have listened, I think it's like all the way back, one of the very first episodes that I released on the difference between like meditation and mindfulness, I think of intention versus living with intention to be something that's kind of similar. So living with intention to me is very much just living mindfully. So when you're living with intention or you're doing something with intention, that just means that you're being present during those actions. So. Living with intention, mindful living, I consider them to be somewhat synonymous with one another. Um, they're both about just being present and, you know, really just being there for the things that, that you're doing. So not doing things just to do them, but knowing the why behind them. You know, feeling your body, doing one thing at a time, being present while you do it. For example, I often have either an intention for my students during a yoga class Or I'll give them the chance to set their own intention. This is different than them kind of being intentional and moving with intention during the practice. Their intention or the intention I set for them for their yoga practice might just be something that they want to focus on or honor. Maybe it's, you know, celebrating your body or exploring one of the yamas or the koshas or really anything but i also encourage my students to move with intention any time that they're practicing with me and what that means is just being completely present with your body when you are practicing your yoga and you're moving through the different poses and feeling the sensations in your body you know being there weaving the breath and the movement together whatever it is that you're doing in your practice and that kind of that intentional movement or that kind of intentional living during your practice is something that I think is really great and really special, but is different than kind of setting an intention. So I just wanted to clarify that—that that, um, you know, living with intention. That's very much like just being mindful and being present and knowing your why as you do different actions. We're setting an intention is kind of its own separate action. It's sort of that special little thing where you are saying, "Okay, this is what I'm going to focus on, or honor, or cultivate," and I'm kind of stating it and sending it out into the universe. So two two different things. Mostly, what we're talking about today is setting an intention um, and how to do that. So in my own life, there's a few different ways that I try to live intentionally. So this could be, you know, trying to speak with intention. So I only, you know, say, I only speak when I have something to say and I don't just talk to fill the silence. Full disclosure, sometimes this makes people a little bit uncomfortable. Those of you that have trained with me or been on retreat with me, you know that I have no problem asking a question and then just waiting for someone to answer it, whether you know someone answers it right away or we're in a workshop and it takes a while because people are thinking about it. I have no problem with long, uncomfortable kind of pregnant pauses. I just try to only speak when I have something to say and I try to listen when I don't. And that's it. Um, So just being present with my words and being present with my communication, that for me is a way that I try to live intentionally. Uh, I also try to, especially recently, be more um, kind of intentional with my purchasing and my spending. So if there are any parents out there, you know that as soon as you start having your first kid, the internet tells you you need like 80 million bajillion different little baby things, (laughs) even though you don't need them all, but just trying to kind of, you know, think about like, why am I buying this? Like where, you know, does it come from? Do I like the business's practices? Those type of things, knowing, knowing the why behind it as well. And then I'm also trying to live intentionally in terms of listening to my body. So I try to be present with my body every day and kind of tune in with what it needs, especially during this time where it's changing so much and growing another human. There's just days where I'm just incredibly tired and I try to, you know, honor and just be present and say, wow, I really, I really need some rest. So I'm going to 100% be present and experience rest until I feel better and that for me is how kind of intentional living shows up in my life but it could show up anyway in your life so as long as you're just being present with different actions you're being present with what you're doing with your body with with all of that you're living intentionally but what about setting intentions what about if you listen to you know sunday's episode what about that thing that I had you do, or I had you, you know, set one intention for your day so that you could really cultivate it first thing in the morning. How do you do that? Why should you do that? You know, what do you, what do you do once you've figured out what your intention is, then what do you do? Well, my friend, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Even if you weren't asking, I asked for you. So like I said earlier, an intention is something that you want to honor, cultivate, or focus on during a set amount of time that is not focused on a blah blah excuse me, that is not focused on a specific outcome, but building an awareness for this thing. And guiding it into your life through purposeful thought and actions. This can be a daily practice. I highly encourage this to be a daily practice. I'll talk more about that at the end of the episode. But you can also have monthly intentions. Um, we hear a lot about you know intentions around um, full moons or you know a new a new year, right? January first. You have people that are saying you know setting intentions for the year to come pretty common practice. Um, but I think that one of the most powerful ways to use intention is just set a small kind of daily intention, or perhaps you could do it um, monthly if you'd like, but it can be, you know, you could set yearly, things like that. So we're going to be focusing mostly on daily intentions because I really do think that just taking a few minutes every day to set an intention is kind of where the magic happens. So I love intentions because they give you purpose and they give you clarity. So you have to slow down and think not about like what you don't have, but what you want to bring into your day. What do you want to guide into your life today? What is your, your daily, you know, what is your purpose today? And I think just taking a few minutes every day to reflect on that and to think about like, what is my intention? Like, what is my, my purpose for the day? I'm not talking about your goal for the day. Like, why am I here on planet Earth today? And even just taking a few minutes every day to reflect on that, I think can be so powerful and also give you so much clarity because the answer could be anything. You can you are completely in control as to you know what you want to do and what you want this day to be and become. And I think it's really easy. I know I've been guilty of this a lot to just like blast through an entire day and then all of a sudden it's like what happened? Like a, a whole day passed and like what did I do? What was, you know, what was the point? It just kind of was another day on the calendar. And when I stop and especially in the mornings first thing and I, you know, set intention and I think about like you know, what? what is this day going to be for me? What is it going to bring? What do I want to bring into it? It's just so beautiful and and powerful. And it it really kind of helps me then to look at the things that I'm doing during the day and make sure that they align with my intention. So setting an intention for the day kind of speaks to what you want and what you're willing into your day, not necessarily what you don't have. If that, if that makes sense, but I'll I'll talk more about it just in case it doesn't. So have you ever heard the saying, where the mind goes, the energy flows? That's a real thing. I personally like that saying because I think it's very real. Um, where the mind goes, the energy flows. And it can be good used for good. It could also be used for not so good. So you can probably think back, maybe not that far in the past, as to a time where maybe you had something on your mind that was not so positive or even if it was just like a worry where you think oh my gosh I I just hope that this thing doesn't happen or oh I just really hope you know I hope my you know I hope my bus isn't late today or maybe you just every time you know you've been saying some not so nice things to yourself or to your body have you ever noticed That the more that you think about those things, the more they show up in your life. And then also the more that like they're on your mind. And it's almost like the more that you think about those things, they kind of like breed and repopulate and just become bigger and badder. And it really is because, you know, where the mind goes, the energy flows And if what's on your mind are things that are maybe not that positive or not that, you know, conducive to growth or your well-being, it's still gonna, you're still giving that mental power to kind of feed that, feed that beast instead of taking your mental power with some kind of a positive intention and feeding something that is going to, you know, bring goodness and joy and lightness and all of these things into your life. So I just want you to, if you take nothing else from this episode today, that's absolutely fine but just remember where the mind goes the energy flows so whatever's on your mind that's what's going to show up in your life and it's also you know going to just become stronger within you and around you so intentions are always positive open-ended and expansive so what i mean by that is they're always positive right so i'm not going to set an intention for the day like I'm not going to say nasty things to myself. I'm always going to give it the positive spin. I'm going to say, you know, today I'm going to love myself unconditionally. I mean, they're kind of saying the same thing, right? I'm, I'm trying to get rid of my negative self-talk either way, but your intention will always be positive. It'll be open-ended, so it won't have this like, um, you know, today after I have my cup of coffee, I will say five nice things to myself or you know and if or when i do this then i will get that outcome it's completely over open ended so today i will love myself unconditionally that's open ended that could be interpreted a few different ways doing this and that's also what i mean by like expansive it's something even when you say something or think like today i will love myself unconditionally right it feels like you're opening up and you're expanding out towards the universe instead of if you say something that's a little bit more like restrictive and constrictive, you know, like negative self-talk or, um, you know, a stressful thought or something like that it, it feels like, and you guys can't see me right now, but I'm doing this like hand motion, but it feels kind of restrictive. You want your intentions to feel expansive. They feel good. They resonate with you. They feel like they're opening you up to possibility so i want to give you an example of intention you know an intention that i just set recently and kind of inspired this whole thing so i recently have found myself thinking about how lazy i was feeling (laughs) so you know like i said i've been trying to be a little bit more present with when my body needs rest i give it rest but that also is sometimes hard for kind of the workaholic part of me to reconcile with that where I think you know yes I know I'm I'm growing a baby and growing a human but also you know I spend a lot of time just kind of resting and from someone that used to be so like go 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 all the time needing all this extra rest time just is a little bit tricky for me and so I found myself thinking a lot about how lazy I was feeling and how you know I should have been doing other things not just laying on the couch watching Netflix um and you know what happened as I was laying on the couch thinking about you know my laziness and how I'd gotten in a little bit of a lazy slumper I found it harder and harder to get off of that couch and I almost I could like feel kind of the the laziness sort of compounding and It was really about like the thoughts that I was bringing into my life and sort of my mindset, right? About, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm just wasting my time laying here and being so lazy. My mind was focused on this idea of like lazy, lazy, lazy. So that's what I was surrounded with. And I, once I kind of had the awareness of it and realized like, okay, Kelly, like one, that's, you know, not very nice. And two, it's, you know, not, not true, but three, there's also, you know you can do something about it. So in order to combat that, I had to change my mindset and set the intention that would kind of remedy that feeling of like laziness. So instead of saying something like I will not be lazy today or I'm going to finally get something done in my business, which are neither positive nor expansive things, I set the intention for th- for that day to focus on the creative process and create what served my highest good. So I could have also set an intention of kind of welcoming in new opportunities and allowing myself to be inspired by projects around me. But basically what I did when I wanted to set the intention to kind of combat that feeling of laziness was set the intention to be inspired to create. Because for me, I felt like, you know, I wasn't really doing a lot of the work that I normally do. I wasn't, you know, creating the content or doing the podcast episodes, all of those things. So I wanted to really set the intention of, you know, being inspired to create and allow those opportunities to come to me. And both of those intentions are talking about creating and doing something productive for my business, but they're also positive and expansive, meaning they open the door to opportunity and are limitless, and they're open-minded as well. So it wasn't just, you know, today I'm going to do A, B, and C. It was just today I'm going to be inspired to create in a way that serves my my highest good. So it's important to remember that intention is not a to-do list. It's more just like the focus lens for the day. Um, It also puts your mind in the right direction and ultimately invites those positive things into your day in a way that serves your highest good. So once you kind of put it out there, right, what you put out will come back to you. So if I put out into the universe first thing in the morning, today, you know, I'm I want to, you know, cultivate creativity or today I want to be inspired and create in a way that serves my highest good. Once I'm putting that out, It's going to come right back to me. So whether that's, you know, feeling more motivated or just feeling like I have that mental clarity or, you know, being inspired to do something like this podcast episode, whatever it is, right? It's just about kind of putting it out there and knowing that it's going to come back to you. And you can set an intention about pretty much anything. You just want to make sure that it's positive, that it doesn't rely on anything else to happen. So no, you know, when I do this, then I'll get that. Um, And that it's open-ended and feels, you know, expansive and resonates with you. So just to be clear, I'll give you one more example. So let's say that you wanted to set an intention today for self-acceptance. You could use intentions like, today I will honor the person that I am and celebrate my unique gifts. Or maybe something like, I accept myself as enough and love the person that I see in the mirror. You could also just, you know, short and sweet. Today, I accept myself. And don't get too bogged down in the words of the intentions. Um, I know it might seem like, oh, Kelly's just, you know, rippling off a bunch of these of these things. And maybe you feel like, you know, you want to write them down really quick. When you're setting a daily intention, I have found that the power is really in getting clear about what. It is that you want or, you know, the intention that you that you need. And it's not always necessarily about like the specific words, especially when you're first starting to work with intention. Really, that power just comes in like the clarity and really planting that seed of intention within you. Um, And then the magic happens when during the day you kind of catch yourself maybe doing something that's not honoring that intention. So maybe something, you know, our our self-acceptance example. You walk past the mirror, you catch a glimpse of yourself, and maybe you think something that's not so nice. Then, you know, right then and there, you can just stop and go, oh, nope, not, you know, not today. That does not align with my intention. Today, I accept myself. And then you kind of get that little reminder of like, nope, I don't, I don't do that. Not today. I say kind things to myself. When I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror, I feel, I feel good and I'm happy and I, I accept what I see and you just shift that mindset right then and there bringing yourself back to your intention and again where the mind goes the energy flows and throughout your day that self acceptance will keep growing and it'll keep compounding and it just it just feels really good and it's and it's really powerful and it's a great tool and i saw something recently that you know kind of spoke to me and it said, set an intention that speaks to your soul and makes your heart swell. And maybe that doesn't resonate with you, but I, I really found that to be very beautiful. And basically it's just saying, you know, pick something that resonates with you. That's it. If it feels good, it's positive, it's expansive, that's your intention. We don't have to worry about, you know, crafting this beautiful um, you know, thing or something that's super like Instagram worthy or whatever it is, right? Just pick something that You know, speaks to your soul it makes your heart swell and if it resonates with you use that intention that's it it doesn't have to be an i statement it doesn't have to you know be anything really particular it's just getting clear and like but but why like what is my why behind today what is my purpose on this earth today and just getting just getting clear on that and i also want to note that you can pick an intention about pretty much anything um so you know, I'll give you a couple of ideas of topics that I see people setting intentions you know, around a lot and that I use a lot. Um, so some of those, you know, kind of just get the creative juices flowing. But it can be anything. It could be productivity, self-love, self-acceptance, gratitude, energy, health, mental clarity, cultivating relationships, creativity, kindness, positivity. Any of these would make a wonderful intention for the day, and you can tailor it to be exactly what your heart needs. Okay, quick, what is an easy choice that you can make right now? For me, that would be something like picking the window seat instead of the aisle seat on an airplane or meal prepping at the beginning of the week so that I'm not left scratching my head in the middle of the week trying to decide what to eat. Also selling on Shopify, that is an incredibly easy decision to make. Now you know that Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. In fact, it powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US, which is wild. But honestly, it makes sense because it is that good. Shopify has tools to help you grow no matter what stage you're at in your business. Shopify just makes it so easy for you to show up exactly the way that you want to. And you can sell without needing to code or design, which is so good because I certainly didn't know how to do any of that. And their support makes it so easy along the way. Plus, they have amazing features like growing your average order value with the Shopify bundle app where you can create and sell product bundles with ease, Plus, Shopify makes getting paid simple by instantly accepting every type of payment, which is crucial. So whether you have a big business, a side hustle, and anything in between, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mindful, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mindful now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash mindful. So once you've taken a moment or two to think about your intention for the day, It's time to incorporate it into either your meditation practice or your morning ritual, which is the last thing that I kind of want to dive into is like, how do you really use these intentions once you're clear on it and make them just like supercharged and powerful? So you can either, if you're going to use your intention in your meditation practice, you can either use a guided meditation, like the one that I just created for you um, on Sunday, so the episode before, the one you're listening to now, or you can do it on your own, and I'll tell you exactly how to do that. So if you want to meditate on your intention just on your own, you don't need guidance, you would do this. So once you're clear on your intention, just take a few big, deep, easy breaths. That's such a few big deep breaths, begin to relax, you know, just clear your mind, relax your body, just feel the sensation of the breath moving in and out of you. So just becoming present with the space, with your body, all of that. And then you imagine that as you breathe, you're just becoming just a clean slate for the day. So washing away any, any gunk, any residual from the day before, you know, letting the mind be clear. And then you become aware of your heart space, and you state your intention here. So just focusing on your heart, state your intention. I like to say it three times in a row. You could do it once, twice, three times, whatever feels good to you. Then feel it in your body, and let it move through you and spread out of you into your day. So you can choose if you just do this briefly at the beginning of your meditation practice, or if you want, you can sit with your intention during your entire practice. Both are perfectly flat fine and they are completely up to you. And then that's it. Then you complete your meditation. And at the very end, just state your intention one more time. And then you're off to your day. That's it. Easy, powerful, simple. It really, really helps not only solidify that intention, but to really send it out into the universe and say, okay, like I'm ready. This is the intention for the day. And just getting it out there. It's also been shown um, by a few studies that writing down your intentions each day somewhere can help to make them a little bit easier to stick to. Um, And then they also um, show that if you do that with goals as well, it makes them a little easier to accomplish. So it kind of just increases like self-discipline and setting intentions have been shown to also increase your overall sense of well-being. So I personally know that they just work and feel awesome. The, a study of one person, of myself, I can tell you that setting intentions every day works and feels awesome. It gets my mind clear and really kind of makes my day magical. And I also know this from working with my clients. So, the other way that you can really kind of supercharge your intentions and set a powerful daily intention is by incorporating that intention into your everyday life. I think it's the easiest to do it in the morning so that you have clarity for your entire day. I also think that setting an intention is just a great element of a morning ritual, which if you don't currently have a morning ritual, you might want to consider doing one. And this is where I kind of have that freebie and that little thing for you. Um, Because I think a lot of times people think about a morning ritual. They think it needs to be like this whole big special, like I get up and then I do yoga and then I journal and I do this and then I do that no 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 I have I have a morning ritual and I'm not kidding it's like it takes me like five to eight minutes every day it is just it's short it's simple it does not have to be a big deal and it just it can include meditation it doesn't have to include meditation um, but for me, my morning ritual, a huge part of it is setting an intention. So and I just spend a couple of minutes and this is you know, I'm completely honest, is exactly what my morning ritual looks like. Um so I I wake up. Lately I've been lucky enough to just wake up when I get to wake up instead of having an alarm being set on some days, which is kind of nice. But I wake up and I get up out of bed, I go over to Mila's doggy bed. And usually she's sleeping there or maybe on the floor. I lay next to her for about five minutes and give her snuggles because she's very sleepy and cuddly. And I just love dog cuddles. So I do my morning ritual while I snuggle Mila. So I get up, go over to Mila, give her some, you know, levies, and just snuggle her. And I think about three to five things that I'm grateful for. Then I awaken my loving kindness in my heart. Um, I think loving kindness is something I'll do an episode on maybe later this fall. but I. Um, I just kind of awaken that within me, starting my day with loving kindness. Then I set my intention for the day. Maybe I set one or two goals for the day that align with my intention. Maybe, maybe not. And then I wrap it up by saying something nice to myself. And then I give my, my pooch a smooch. So I give me a little smooch and I get up and I start my day. So I go to the bathroom. I brush my teeth. I take Mila out. She goes to the bathroom. We make some breakfast. That's it. That's my entire morning routine. Then, often lately, I've been meditating in the mornings. Um, I used to meditate in the night, but now I just get really tired and worn out by the end of the day. So, then a lot of times, you know, I'll take Mila out, get her breakfast, and then, you know, I'll come and I'll sit down and do 10 to 15 minutes of morning meditation. Um, But you don't, your morning ritual doesn't have to be, doesn't have to include meditation. So, that's really it. That's my morning ritual. I snuggle my dog. And I list three things I'm grateful for. I activate my loving kindness, set an intention, set a goal, say one nice thing to myself. And that's it. It just takes me a few minutes. It just has helped my mindset so much. It helps my mood. It just, it really has helped just, I think everything, especially during such a tough time, you know, in, in the world and in my life. And, um, I really kind of think of it as like just a little bit of magic. So, which brings me to the thing that I created for you, if you would like it. I'm calling it my 7-Minute Morning Ritual Worksheet, Um, and if you are listening to me and you think, I want to create a morning ritual, or I want to get clear on what I'm doing every day, or I need that, I have something for you. So, it's a PDF that you can download, and it will give you one week's worth of, they're kind of like these little cards and you can just write down, it's the exact same thing that I do. So three things you're grateful for, your intention, maybe a goal, and then and then you write down something sweet about yourself. And that's it. And so I've created these little cards so that just for, you know, seven days, you can take seven minutes over seven days and just kind of play with it. Play with setting an intention every day. Play with a morning ritual and just kind of experience the magic. There's not a whole lot I'm going to say about it other than, I really think once you do it, you'll be like, oh, "Okay, this is this is some good stuff," um, because it is. It's just it's really magical, and it helps to create a positive mindset and drives clarity for your day. It's super simple, and I'm really excited to to share it with you. Um, I can't always promise little bonus episodes and freebies like this, but. I just felt like I needed to share this one with you. So if you want to kind of access that download and get a little more information on morning rituals and intentions, um, what you're going to do is I'll put the link in the show notes. so You can click that or you'll be able to find it on my website, either by going to www.yogafreowonline.com and I have it set as the pop up. So right when you're at the homepage, it'll pop up, say something like, you know, do you want to create a morning ritual? Or you can go underneath the podcast tab on the website and clicking the free 7-Minute Ritual Builder tab. And that's it. You'll just pop in your email and then the PDF and an email from me will appear magically right in your inbox. And that's it. That's, that's all that I have for you. I, I hope that this inspires you a little bit to start working with intention and maybe add a little magic into your morning. If not, that's okay. I hope you just had a pleasant, you know, little bit of time hanging out with me and that's it i hope that wherever you are and whatever you're doing that you're finding joy in it and that you're doing it with kindness and love in your heart and i will have another episode for you another meditation for you on sunday so thank you so so much for joining me go get that download go check out firefly chocolates maybe open up your heart with some rocket cow whatever you feel like all right i will see you soon And it really wasn't until I realized that this was how I was viewing the world and that my ability to form relationships and to have an open heart was being so deeply impacted by how I was filtering things in through my lens that, you know, it wasn't until I had that awareness that I could begin to evolve and heal and recognizing the way that your lens impacts the way you feel about change or other issues can be so deeply powerful even if you don't kind of realize that you're maybe resisting change at every step and where it's you know coming from, if you don't realize those things, then you can't really change it. So becoming aware of the lens, recognizing it, challenging yourself, like how is my lens changing the way that I address and accept or reject or deal with change in my life? And then once you kind of have some of those answers and do that deep dive, you can do some work on it. Another thought that I have on accepting change is ask for help and wisdom both from within and from those around you. So like I said at the beginning of the episode, if you're really, really struggling with change and we're kind of past the DIY version and we're maybe, you know, getting into something a little bit more serious, reach out to those around you. Check in, name it, ask for help, even if it's just articulating to a friend or a family member where you're like, hey, you know, I'm I'm really struggling and I just... I just need you to listen or I just need a friend or a lot of times for me, it's, it's my mom where I can just call her and, you know, cry and say, this is what's, this is what's going on. I just, I just need you to listen and doing that can be so great and so powerful and don't feel like you have to go through these changes and these struggles alone, or you can always ask for professional help as well. So if you're going just, you know, beyond tough and into, you know, maybe something more serious definitely ask for help ask for help from those you know around you whatever it is um i also find that asking for help from within is so incredible and so helpful when it comes to not only embracing change but also navigating the change so you know how do i you know do these these twists or turns and how do i now navigate this change or navigate this wave that i am now riding and a lot of times that's going to look a few different ways for me. That's probably gonna look um, like working with mantras. So I do have a couple of mantras that will be in this weekend's meditation. And you may be hearing some sound right now. Um, I don't know what Mila's doing, but she's laying here. And if you hear a little, some little jingles or sounds, that's, I think she's trying to itch her head on the carpet currently, but it's a little loud. So I'm sorry if you hear that, that's just my girl. Um, So working with mantras, I do this a lot, especially around change. So a mantra is a sacred sound or phrase that resonates deep within you that can help cultivate shifts or changes um, in your life or in your body or around you. You've heard me share mantras before in past episodes and meditations. um, But when it comes to change, a few of my personal favorites include, I accept this new path and embrace the direction my life is headed Also, I honor the change that is necessary for my growth. I do not fear what is unknown. I ride the wave of change and I embrace the uncertainty of life. So you could certainly use any of those mantras that I just rambled off or if there's another one you know, or you could create your own and you just repeat it to yourself during meditation as many times as you need to until you really feel it. You really feel its power. So that might be a few times, that might be many times, And this is also what we'll be working on in the workshop portion of the fall retreat. So I'll be talking more about mantras there and how you can use them to remove obstacles from your life. And then I'll also help you craft your own personal power mantra. So this piques your interest. You might want to join that so you can get your own personal kind of power mantra crafted. Another one of my favorite tools for accepting change is to ask for help and guidance from within during these uncertain times. So for me and a lot of times, you know, for my students, what I share with them, this looks like when you're meditating, opening your heart and opening your mind and asking the universe or your intuition or God or your spirit guides, your highest self, whatever you believe in, just ask for help. Just open it up. Help doesn't always come from this astral plane, my friends. And a lot of times some of the best help and guidance comes from a completely unknown space. But if you ask for the help, it will come. So this could be, you know, specific guidance or help on something or just general guidance. You say, okay, universe, okay, highest self, right? Spirit guides, like, how, like, where, where am I going? I have this change in my lap what what should I do with it? Where should I go? I'm feeling lost. I'm struggling. I need help. Can you help me? And usually just asking your higher self or someone or something bigger and greater than you for some direction and some help can be extremely helpful and illuminating. Um I have had, you know, experiences with this where I I truly felt like it was as clear as like a voice speaking to me like someone was in the room saying something it's also just been kind of a like a little feeling in my heart where I just felt like hope where I said you know I'm really struggling I need some help and I just felt like you know I had this new hope that was kind of awakened within me and but I do find that if you ask for the help you'll get it so you can ask for help from within or you can say you know how can I best handle this change or what is the opportunity that lies at the end of this what is the purpose of this change and you know or you could just ask for some comfort during that time um so if you haven't done this before or you haven't done it in a while i recommend that you give it a try also side note if you're curious about spirit guides you can listen to the episode that was released on march 8th of 2020 where gina my love gina Seval, leads you through a spirit guide meditation and she also has a lot of spirit guide info on her podcast, which is called Past Lives and the Divine. I recently did a spirit guide workshop with her and I really enjoyed it. And it kind of really kind of piqued my interest in, in spirit guide, so that's a side note there. And the final tool that I like to utilize when I'm working with accepting change um, might be one of the hardest, but it's probably one of the most like hands-on and it absolutely works. And that is to challenge yourself to be uncomfortable and subject yourself to a small change every single day. So first, I want to make it clear, being uncomfortable is not bad. If you can take like one thing from this episode, it's that being uncomfortable, yes, is uncomfortable, but it is not bad. Life is uncomfortable, You will have to do things that push you out of your comfort zone. Your beliefs will get challenged. You'll have uncomfortable conversations with people. You'll have to stand up for yourself when you're scared or you feel voiceless. Life is uncomfortable. Growth is uncomfortable. Evolution, change, that is all uncomfortable. Uncomfortable might not be pleasant in the moment, but it is 100% essential to being able to live a fulfilling and purposeful life and it is absolutely essential for your your evolution and your growth as a human. So I really, really want you to kind of think about this idea of, you know, uncomfortable is not bad. I'm not talking about, you know, the uncomfortable where, you know, if someone is making you feel uncomfortable for something they're doing, speak up, right? I'm talking about the uncomfortable of like doing something different, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And I like to do this by challenging yourself to get a little uncomfortable every single day. So you don't have to completely throw yourself out there and you know reinvent the wheel and do the biggest, baddest, scariest thing. But think of it as kind of like change and discomfort and struggle training. So if every day you have a little bit of discomfort, struggle, or change, or all three, then if you do this you know, daily for quite a while, then every once in a while when the universe throws you a big giant curveball or a huge storm that knocks off your leaves, then you are prepared. You've been training for this. You know how to accept and manage the change. And it really, really makes a huge difference. So some ways that... <sighs> There's Mila. Mila, you're being very loud. You're being very loud. Thank you. Um, sometimes I find with these free-form episodes that it is very hard to sit in my little closet for that long. So I usually sit up in the living room, which then invites Mila to come hang out right by me, make all this noise. So anyways, that's, that's my girl right there. So a few ways that you can step out of your comfort zone, challenge yourself, get uncomfortable. It might look a little something like this. Maybe, like I said you always order the same thing at the coffee shop. You always get that cappuccino. And you know you might think, well, why do I always get a cappuccino? And maybe every single day for two weeks, you order something different and you try something new. Sometimes what you order, you will really like. Sometimes what you order, you will not like. That's not really the point. Um, the point is to step out of your comfort zone and do something new and challenge yourself and get a little uncomfortable and take a risk. By doing something new. You could, you know, do something like talk to someone that has different beliefs or a different opinion than you. Ask them, genuinely ask them, you know, why why they think that, why they feel that way. I mean, a lot of times it's going to boil down to their lens and how they they see the world. But I challenge you to do this in a way where you keep your heart open and you just kind of sit and listen to someone and have a real conversation and dialogue with someone that maybe feels differently than you on on certain things and you know maybe I really do believe that in this world maybe we could do you know a little less shouting and a little more listening sometimes um but doing something like that like that's a bigger one it it is uncomfortable and it's and it's hard and it's really challenging to keep your heart open especially depending on what the topic is but doing something like that like sitting with someone, talking to someone, having a conversation with someone, um, and making sure you're doing just as much listening as talking. That maybe feels a little bit different than you. That's a big one out there. And you, know, you could take a different way to, to work. You could um, try you know, a new hobby or a new form of exercise. You could mix up your daily routine in some way. Maybe you always eat dinner at six o'clock and you decide today I'm gonna eat dinner at 6.45 whatever it is, right? If you, you know, a lot of times also doing something that you know, you're going to struggle at or even fail at can be really great for this kind of training yourself for, you know, feeling like you're putting yourself out there and, um, and really struggling. Like one time I decided I was going to pick up calligraphy and I was absolutely horrible at calligraphy. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And it was really hard and I struggled and I was not good at it, but it also felt really good and it pushed me out of my comfort zone and and it was good for my soul. So something like that, you could start that podcast you've always been dreaming of, Um, you know, getting real, getting very real with you. I, I still get a little flutter in my stomach every single time, I've been doing this for almost three years now, every single time before I hit that publish button, knowing that I'm about to put something out into the universe, out into the world that's so deeply personal as either a meditation that I created or these, you know, once I started doing these freeform episodes, like this one right here, and I just feel like I'm kind of turning myself inside out and, like, exposing myself and, you know, being raw and vulnerable with thousands of strangers. And to me, that's, you know, that's really scary. It is still scary and I really honestly every time before I hit that publish button I kind of get this little like ooh, this little flutter, this little nervous of like okay, here we go. I'm putting it I'm putting it out there and and it still it still scares me a little bit even 3 years later. And even though it scares me and even though it sometimes you know really makes me feel kind of vulnerable and um I still I still keep doing it and I will keep doing it. And it's you know it's essential if i would have just kind of let my fear or my my worry my you know inability to kind of embrace change to get in the way i never would have created this podcast and so you get the idea right anything anything that's a small change or a mild discomfort in your life you should do it you should do it often you should do it with gusto you should do it with joy and and you're just you're learning how to embrace the discomfort and change on these small levels. So then, when you get the big, huge scale ones, they're a little bit more manageable. And you just do this with anything else. You just do this, you know, every day, and you learn how to embrace the change. You learn how to ride the ride the wave. You practice it on the small scale you get better at it and better at it you get more resilient and then when you get thrown the big huge giant life curve balls you feel like you have some tools in your toolbox to be able to manage and and cope and learning how to embrace the discomfort of life and change really allows you to be freed from the chains of routine and dependence on the familiar and the pleasant because that really can just make you feel like you're just you're bound and there's so much just freedom that comes with learning how to ride the wave and so my final thought on accepting change because I just have just been chit-chatting for so long. My final thought on accepting change is to always keep in mind that the change you are experiencing might just be the catalyst that you need for deep and profound evolution and opportunity that you could never even dream of. This has happened to me several times and it wasn't until I accepted, you know, all the hardships and what I perceived as doors being slammed in my face or Tragedy, or you know, the world being turned upside down. It wasn't until I recognized and accepted that this might actually be an opportunity for me that I realized it was a launching pad into either a new venture, or maybe a new relationship, or an opportunity that I never thought I would experience in this life, or it just led me to a destination that just was exactly where i needed to be even if i didn't know it and i think it's important to remember that if you're going to be open to the good change then you also need to be open to the hard change as well change is change it's going to happen to everyone it's a part of living life change is going to come your way and it's when we look at it through our lens and we decide whether it's good it's bad that then we start to kind of tell ourselves a story about the change and what's happening instead of just recognizing, you know, being a little bit more of like an observer and trying to take some of our feeling out of it as much as we can. And of course that's easier said than done. And just recognizing that change is change. And it's a part of life and it's gonna happen to everyone. Just like the leaves are going to fall off the trees, it's a part of you know life and that new leaves will come back. So that is, that's, that's really it. Um, my personal thoughts on embracing change, I hope that it gave you something to think about, whether it's, you know, maybe there's things that inspired you, maybe there's things you disagreed with, maybe there's things that you agreed with, you know, again, this is all just me sharing my thoughts and they all come through my lens, right? It's my truth. It doesn't mean it has to be yours or the truth. And if you're finding it hard right now with all of the uncertainty of life and the changes that have kind of been thrust upon us globally, know that you are not alone and that it might be hard now, but sometimes you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And one day that sun will be shining again and winter will be over. And all of this will be in your rearview mirror and you'll know that you survived this. And just like the trees outside, that, you know, after your time of dormancy, that you are being reborn and you have these brand new shiny healthy leaves you're stronger more resilient than ever and that you just that you made it through and you just you really you just get to choose when it comes to change if you're going to ride the wave or if you're going to fight the tide so those are my thoughts on change accepting change embracing change and That is what I have for you this month. I hope that you enjoy Sunday's meditation. Um, I've already written it. I'm pretty excited about it. It's one that's inspired by this idea of the leaves changing and releasing. So it'll go. It's kind of a companion meditation to this episode. So I hope that wherever you are, that you are finding some joy in life and that you are doing all right. Thank you so much for listening to me for an hour. Holy buckets. Hopefully you're on like a good walk or a drive or something.